0: Thank you for joining me on the Fire Rescue Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, A.Z. I find the research and resources and then provide the fire service with the so what, now what, to ensure the health and well-being of every member of our profession. Together, let's thrive. Hello, hello, everyone. It's A.Z. and this is episode 24 of the Fire Rescue Wellness Podcast. And today I'm going to talk about something a little bit strange And it might not make a lot of sense to you immediately, but give me some latitude and I will tie everything together. I promise. Today, I'm going to talk about contact lenses and I feel some sort of way about contact lenses. So I need to tell you my history. In third grade, I was a smart kid, but in third grade, I started falling behind a little bit. I had a headache every day. My teacher noticed I was squinting at the board, and so she told my parents that I should probably get my eyes checked. And so I went and got my eyes checked, and lo and behold, they were they were not great. And I went home with an ugly-ass set of glasses that I wore <laughs> for years. And then after that ugly-ass set of glasses, I got another one. And so my a whole identity, my ability to see, my ability to be a good student was tied to these awful glasses. So it was probably about maybe seventh or eighth grade. I begged my parents, can I please get contacts? Please, please, please. And my parents were apprehensive because of course, I'm a seventh or eighth grader. We lived on a farm. Um, you know, money's tight. Contacts are expensive, but they, they allowed me to do it. And so back to the eye doctor, we went and the only type of contacts that would work for me were hard contacts. And let me tell you, those things felt like putting shards of glass in my face, but my vision was great. They worked fine. A couple years later, I was able to upgrade to what's known as gas permeable. They were still hard, but not quite as hard, not quite as uncomfortable. Let me tell you, though, track meets in South Dakota with the wind whipping around. Again, shards of glass in my eye. By the time I got to college, the technology had improved enough where I could wear soft contacts. And so I never had the ones that you could Again, this is like the late 80s, early 90s. I wasn't sleeping in those mofos, but I had soft contacts. They were relatively comfortable. No big deal. And my my vision became less of my identity because it wasn't such a pain in the ass all the time. I just got up, put in my soft contacts, and went along on my day. Fast forward to 1997 when I was trying so hard to get into law enforcement. And specifically, I wanted to be a federal law enforcement officer. So I wasn't interested in being a local cop. Um, Local cops are fabulous, but I had watched way too many Charlie's Angels episodes, way too many shows about law enforcement. Yes, I know Charlie's Angels were privatized, but you see what I'm saying. I'd watched too many shows, I had it in my heart, I wanted to be an FBI agent. And I was ticking all the boxes. I was gonna make it. And then I got this letter that said, if your vision was worse than X, Y, I think it had to be better than 2040 uncorrected, you could not be an FBI agent. And I was crushed. I was absolutely crushed because my vision was far, far worse than that, and at that time in 1997-98, they didn't accept any corrective surgeries because what they said was if you had RK, which was the corrective surgery at the time, more than likely your eyes were going to blow up if you were on an airplane, which... That doesn't even make sense. Like, hello, science? Can we consult with science? But anyway, Annette is crushed. Annette is no longer going to be an FBI agent. Annette is much sad, very depressed. And so I went back, you know, back to normal, back to my life. And then a few years later, I found out actually that the government had changed their stance and they were accepting LASIK surgery as a corrective surgery. And so I made another play for federal law enforcement, and I had the LASIK in 2000. And let me tell you, my vision from 2000 on until recently, uh, superhero, s- superwoman vision. I Every year when I would do the little eye chart for my yearly physical, I would be able to see it like, I don't know way further away than what I should have been able to see. They would always say 2015, 2015, 2015. So I had this rock star vision and I stopped thinking about glasses. I didn't need them. I didn't need contacts. I was a superhero until about a year and a half ago. And I wasn't having too much trouble reading close, but things far away just They weren't very crisp. I could see them, but they weren't very crisp. And so I went to the eye doctor thinking, I'm going to get a refinement on my LASIK surgery so that I can have Rockstar Vision again. And the eye doctor, it actually wasn't a great experience. And he kind of scared me and he didn't give me a lot of good options. But mostly he just said, hey, if you get LASIK, that's fine, but you're going to need reading glasses all the time and probably pretty strong ones. So, you know, for right now, you're kind of limping along. You can't see great far away, but you can see close. I wouldn't mess with it. So I went back home with my not crisp vision and kind of lived with it until about six months after that when things got really blurry. So I went back to the eye doctor and a a new, a new eye doctor, actually, and he sent me home with a pair of distance glasses And said, when you need to, just go to Costco, get the reading glasses, and, you know, use the distance glasses for driving or watching TV, whatever you need them for. And what I found is, most recently, I'm switching back and forth between these dumb glasses. Distance, close, distance, close. It's terrible. And my reading vision has deteriorated and so I started to feel kind of actually really sad about this because I had such struggles with my vision as a child and as a young adult, and I had these 20 years of carefree, wonderful vision. I just started to to really get down about it. So I took myself back to the eye doctor a few weeks ago, and um, she suggested that I try some different types of contact lenses. So her first suggestion was, let's put you in one lens to read, or one one lens to read and one lens to see far away. And that was an immediate no for me, immediate no. My brain hurt just hearing that come out of her mouth. And so she said, the other option is we can get these, I think they're called multifocal contact lenses. They're disposable. So you just wear them for one day and you throw them away and they don't work for everybody, but you know, you can try them. Oh, by the way, they're super expensive. They're going to be like, if I wear them every day, they'll be like $1,500 a year. So now, now it's becoming a financial obligation, but she gave me samples. She sent me home with these samples. I've had them for a week and I kept procrastinating because I didn't want to try them on a work day because, oh my gosh, what happens if I go on a call and all of a sudden I can't see? So I kept thinking, I'm going to try them on an off day. And then when I'd get home, I'd think, I don't want to waste these. Like, I really should just go for broke and try them on a work day. So I did this mental mind effery for a whole week and I finally just bit the bullet and I put a pair of them in yesterday and they weren't great. Let's we're going to be honest, they weren't great. The distance vision is a little bit better. The close reading is a little bit better, but there's, my eyes are super dry. Um, I just felt like they weren't that helpful. So I'm going to keep trying with them, but overall it was kind of a loss. But as I was poking these things in my eye, I started to think like, why am I so hesitant just to try these stupid things. They're free. I didn't have to pay for these. She gave them to me. Why am I not trying them? And then I thought, oh, man, it's because my vision evokes such a strong emotion for me. And the fact that I'm trying these invokes another strong emotion of like, what if? What if they don't work? And And ultimately, I'm going to tell you right now, probably they are not going to work. I don't think they're going to work for me. I don't want to spend $1,500 a year and they're very, very uncomfortable. But why did I not want to try? It was because I was scared. I was scared of the what if. What if they don't work? But what I forgot about is what if they do work? And I also have other options still. That's not my only option. And so I promised you I was going to tie this to firefighter health and wellness. And here it is. Sometimes we judge our coworkers. We say, why don't you just do something? Like, just do something. Start a program. Um, Go to the gym with me. Eat healthy with me. Don't forget, many of your coworkers may have very strong emotions tied to their physical body. For example, they may have been a standout collegiate athlete who got hurt and can no longer do what they used to do. And that makes them feel very sad. They may have grown up in a household where their parents and their siblings and everyone was overweight. And they might be thinking, just like me with my stupid contacts, they might be thinking, what if this doesn't even work? What if I try this? What if I make a fool out of myself and try this and it doesn't even work? So, or or maybe you're that person. Maybe you're the person that's sitting in the recliner right now thinking, man, I just should get started on something. I should just, I should just do a program. Like, what's wrong with me? Why am I paralyzed? Just don't forget you have all of those emotions potentially tied up in your physical health and wellness journey. So I want to leave you with some ge- some suggestions because that's always my goal. The first thing is just get started. Just start with something that sounds like it might be something that you can do. Make your best small decision. And then after that, make your next best small decision, but just keep going. I'm going to keep going with these stupid contacts, and who knows, maybe I'm going to end up with bifocal glasses. I don't know, but I'm going to keep going. I'm going to make my best decision, my, my best step, and just keep going. I also want to leave you with two podcast episode suggestions today. My friend Christina Montavo has a podcast called The Confidence Project, and it is primarily aimed towards women. However, her content is so incredible, and there's two episodes in particular that I think you might find really helpful. Now, she doesn't number her episodes, but the first one I would love for you to check out is November 15th. It's called Goal Setting. And then finally, December 6th, It's called A New Year Head Start, and specifically the one on December 6th, I think is really going to be helpful for you. So again, Christina Montavo, The the Confidence Project, check it out. All right, again, keeping these short, so AZ, going to keep working on those contacts, and you, if you are struggling, I would love for you to just take one step. Have a great day. AZ is out.